Hey, and welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball with your host, Dr. Don, the killer pickler and sex therapist, and me, Tony, the sidekick who asks the questions, gets the news and all the updates, and all the pickleball antics you can handle. And now, it's Dr. Don. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball. This is your host, Dr. Don the Pickler, with your pickleball news, antics, and more. Okay, pickleball fanatics, let me serve this up to you. A few weeks ago, I got an email from the club that I play pickleball at. And in the email, it said that we needed to watch our salty language. And it struck me that they're probably talking about me because I just can't help myself on the court. I swear and I say the word shit and it just comes out and it's not directed at anyone. It's when I maybe miss the ball or I don't serve well. I just swear. I think a lot of people do that. So anyway, after I got the email, I go to the court and I see all my friends there and everyone's looking at me and I'm looking at them. They're like, did you get that email? I'm like, yeah, it was definitely directed at me. They're like, no, it was it was directed at me because I'm always swearing on the court. So as it turns out, um, everyone thought it was directed at them. Well, we came to find out or, or we were asking or wondering, like, who's going to turn us in for this salty language? Like, who's the one person that's going to rat us out? I mean, we're all adults. It's not like there's children on the court or anything and we're out there having a fun time. We should be able to use a few uh, swear words here or there. Well, we came to the conclusion that there's this one guy who really uh, is over the top. And it's not that he is swearing to himself. He is swearing to other people. We kind of believe it was directed at him, but we're not entirely sure. But I also wanted to see if other people at other clubs or on other courts swear too. So I posted this question on my Facebook page or a Facebook page, a pickleball one. There's about maybe 80, 89,000 people who are on that page. And I said, hey, do you do you swear on the pickleball courts? And if you do, what is the one word that you use? Most of the people answered that they do swear and that the word that they use is shit. I think that it's important when we're on the pickleball court, of course, not to be rude and not to direct it at anyone else. Also, the other thing I find hilarious is some of the most prim and proper people on the court will also be swearing. So it really goes across the board. But like I said, you know, don't swear at anyone else. If it is offending someone, maybe just pull back a little bit because you have to be respectful. And uh, that was my funny story of the day. Well, speaking of something to curse about. All right, my fellow picklers, here is your second serve. Second serve. I can't believe what happened in the house. Current events and hot topics of the day. I am talking about Congress, of course, that they took 15 times to elect the Speaker of the House. I mean, who gets 15 chances at anything in life, let alone a a vote for something? This hasn't happened in over 100 years where something like this took place in Congress, so it's kind of rare. But then again, 15 times. I think this is kind of crazy. But you know what? That's Congress for you. It's kind of sad, I think. And for my final serve. Final serve. Let's move on to the pickleball news with a more inspiring story that I would like to share with you. It's time for Pickleball News. 
this has to do with a 15-year-old boy named Raymond Carrion. And he just won gold in a recent pickleball tournament. And what's so inspiring about this young man is he was born with cerebral palsy. He was not able to play in most sports, but he seemed to really get addicted to pickleball. And uh, he plays with people that are much older than him. What I love is this this kid's uh, determination and his passion. And I think it's it's wonderful for other teens who maybe have some other disabilities that could be depressed to see that somebody really went for something that they liked. And and I'll also say I hold it um, I hold the parents in high esteem because they must have really told this kid you can do anything you want and not because you're disabled by this or that maybe you have problems with your body or whatever, that they looked at him as you can do this and supported him. And I think that's that's some really good parenting. And I have two kids and I, I would like to say that I hope that I could do something like that for my children or I did that for my kids. Yeah, just a wonderful, inspiring story. And the other thing about pickleball that is so wonderful is you can really get into the sport and you don't have to be super athletic because it's really a game of skill. If you go up to the kitchen and you're dinking, I mean, things that maybe bother you in your body. There's a lot of people out there in their 70s and their 80s who are really good pickleball players that may have a bad back or a bad knee or they just can't move fast enough, but they're out there playing every day and they're just having a really good time. 70s and their 80s who are really good pickleball players that may have a bad back or a bad knee or they just can't move fast enough, but they're out there playing every day and they're just having a really good time. I think the sport can be appealing to all ages. You don't have to feel left out. The sport really uh, is wonderful for everybody. And that's your pickleball news and antics for the day. This is your host, Dr. Dawn, and we'll be back with my co-host, Tony, right after this message. Hey, and we're back here with Dr. Don and the pickleball crew of the Picklers. And so, Miss Don, um, wow, but let's just hit it right off the bat. 15 times. I wanted to go to cursing, but oh, well, let's do cursing first. You get an email telling you, you think, mm-hmm. that you're the culprit Please curb your mouth while playing the game. You're a little outlandish somehow. Salty. Salty. Is that was it? So. Yeah, salty. Well, if anyone's played sports, and I played sports over half my life, um, cursing is always part of any sport at any game. I'm sure you've seen it mouthed many a times on TV by head coaches or players, even refs sometimes. Um, it's really hard to not do that because a lot of people do it uh, against themselves. They're angry with themselves. It was their mistake. They blew it. Um, Sounds like though, you seem to think it's a certain person that kind of initiated it and then got everybody in trouble. Well, I think that looking back on it, most of the people are cursing to themselves. They're not cursing at anyone else. So when you have maybe one person that sticks out, that's been a little more vocal or says stuff that's rude, then you kind of think, hmm, maybe they're talking about that person. But I'm not 100% correct on that, or or that might not be 100% true because maybe we did offend one person and they went and tattled on us, which kind of sucks because we're all adults, right? Okay, but you you have 
some older women out there, older than you, we'll say. And they're out there just mother bleeper, mother bupper bleeping, beeping, beeping, beep. Um, <laughs> not quite. I can't see that. No, well, not quite. I can like, see them saying, oh, cranky. No, they, they say, no, no. Oh, shit. That just seems straight. to be shit. That okay. seems to be it. So these are more hip. 70-year-old women. Well, no, I mean... I mean, they're from the 70s. I mean, 60s, so... 60s, 70s, men and women. And, and they'll say sorry afterwards. They'll be like, oh, I meant it towards myself. Or, you know, so they'll, they'll put a, I'm sorry. They'll be like, shit, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, but that's why I ask you, do they, do uh, people on the other side of the court think, you're yelling at me about something you blew? No, you think, no, no, no. So no one, no one feels that they're being uh, shouted at or been being aggressive on, except for that... One person you mentioned that had no problem maybe jumping over the net and, you know, start cursing at someone for something else because, you know, his wife didn't help him out that morning. <laughs> or, some, or, 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 you know, some, some, you know, some bad stock happened. So he wanted to take it out on an old lady and those nice little like grandma and mommy style lady. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he didn't get what he needed. I don't know. Right. Well, but you. Any, in any event, I can tell you one thing. People, the, when we got the message that it was salty language, we've kind of been putting salty in some time to remember to say it. So everyone's just laughing and making a joke about it. And nobody, nobody thinks that saying shit or, you know, more foul language is directed at them. Nobody does. So no one's out there going, oh, that's salty shit. No one's going. <laughs> oh, to another person? Yeah, or they blew it. No salty sheet. No, but they're just not saying like the person across the way that maybe banged you in the eye. They're not turning around and saying, you asshole, why'd you bang me in the eye? They, they're still they not. They just turn around and go, salty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But according to you, or when you had posted it on the uh, kind of the pickle Facebook. world. Yeah. Facebook um, pickleball thread. Obviously super common. Like I mentioned before with most sports, that was the number one word though. That was the, the quickest way to say. So the F word, F bombs, never you hear about. No, no, I do. And I've oh, said okay. them, but not as frequently. Okay. I mean, the one word that I hear quite frequently is shit. All right. It's tough though, because. You know, you don't tough. hear someone out there saying, Hey motherfucker. I mean, you know, I shouldn't be saying that now. Yeah, you could have just said, hey, you mother bleeper. No, yeah. you had to go and do it. Now I got to edit Well, that. you don't hear that. <laughs> no, I just need to edit that crap out. Uh, all right. Well, I was just curious because that's bizarre that everyone got it. <laughs> it's like but it's all contagious there at the court, at the club, and it's become a, a, an issue. Well, it's Obviously, become a joke now, a running joke. Yeah, but it was an issue. Some Or someone were offended. Some are like, I'm just out here to have a good time. Why are you people saying all this stuff? I don't need to hear this. Well, I get you, it at home. But you know, <laughs> do you? <laughs> I bet you do. But, you know, there was a little bit of, so now when we go in the court and if we do say a word, once in a while you'll hear somebody say, oh, just say salty instead, which kind of ruined it a little bit. But, you know, just kind of ignore that. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to stop a habit. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, people, if you only saw <laughs> the faces this woman makes. Anyway, I'd like to uh, get on to the next subject, but we're going to have to take a quick break. And when we do, we'll be back with the doctor trying to figure out a few of these weird things that are going on, not only in this regular Johnny world, but also on the pickleball court. So stay tuned. 
And we're back with Getting Down with the Pickle. Dr. Don, I'm Tony, and we've been uh, kind of laughing in between the, the break here and funny things, but... Yeah, I was laughing at, so what is the Johnny world, Tony? The Johnny world, <laughs> you know, our world. You know, there's like the Dear Johns, the uh, the regular world. I just call it that. It's just the Johnny world, you know, Johnny John and the Jane Doe's, those people that are us. We're just the guys living in this world. And when we see weird stuff happening or you hear it on a pickleball court, people, there's always a reaction like the, this whole 15 time thing. Impossible. No one does that. And I don't care if that's in regards to uh, someone's relationship or the same marriage with uh, your work. That's impossible. You wouldn't, you wouldn't keep a job after one or two times sometimes. You know, so at a 15 times, this person gets to keep going until he wins. That's like playing any sport. Oh, I missed that free throw one more time. Oh, I couldn't do that serve one more time. No, but I could win and, and if you give me 14 more tries. That's insane. Well, that's Congress. It's just like no term limits where everyone there is like 80 plus years old. Uh, <laughs> half of them don't even remember what they're talking about. Not quite sure this Speaker of the House is going to be much better, but we'll see. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you get 15 tries, but <laughs> is he going to do that every time now? Is that now going to be what you think life will be in that world forever? So every time we try to get something passed or a vote, um, we can just go until we win or do they make it win? Well, I think part of the process was that the people that were not voting for him, they came up with some conditions that now the Speaker of the House is going to have to meet. I believe that if he does not uh, follow through with what they said, that they can vote him away with one vote. So it turned out to be uh, it turned out to be good, I think, in the end, because maybe something will get done in the House. Maybe something will be will get done for your average American. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, but we got to cut that number down. I mean, if we were on the pickleball court and uh, you were serving to me and you felt that ah, that wasn't a good one. Let me do it over, a do-over. Mm -hmm. And I, you think I'm going to say, yeah? No. Of course not. No. Of course not. So how did, and anything, and any type of a situation. Anything. And I don't know anything other than our Congress who gets to have 15 times. I mean, think about well, how it. Many, what was the record before? If this was the first time it's been in 100 well, years that it took that many. I, I think this is the record. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Only in our years. Yeah. In our, in our Johnny world. In our this, Johnny world. <laughs> it would have to happen. Well, you know, we are living in some crazy times right uh, now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, we are. And it ain't just about the Johnnies. That's or the pickleball. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. So let me get to um, these terms again, because last time we did this, and if you were with us, we were talking about bangers. We were talking about backswingers, and we were talking about... Spinners. Spinners. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, I have a couple of little things I'd like to throw at you since you're the pickler. And again, picklers are the whole fanatic of this phenom called pickleball. What do you think, if you could give me the answer in kind of a better term than a, a casual term of what a dink shot is. Oh, a dink. Well, a dink is where you come up to the kitchen, but you can't step in the kitchen unless someone throws a dink on the other, on your side, where you then can step in the kitchen and dink it back. But you really just, I don't know, to me it reminds me a little bit of ping pong where you're hitting the ball back and forth with more precision, more patience, and it's not like you're going to be, you know, uh, banging someone up. 
you see if you can get in and uh, and win a point. So I don't know. I think that's what the point of dinking is. Wow, that was a very elongated <laughs> answer. And I don't know if you ever took a breath in that. But let me give you the true answer. Okay. A soft shot that arcs over the net and falls into the opposing non-volley zone. So that's the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it, just a little dink. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you find a little dink on a man and well, you say... What? Well, when you find a little dink on a man. What's that? Okay, so let's say his uh, nostril hair is sticking out or his ear hair. Or let's say he missed a, a spot shaving and he had a dink of, you know... That's what you're calling a dink? I'm I trying. thought you were referring to I'm something trying. below the belt. His dink shot. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, now... That's what a dink shot is in the, pickleball I guess, the glossary, the complete glossary and terminology of pickleball terms. But tell me what the difference is from a drop shot. Oh, well, I think that let, let's talk about your third drop shot. That's what I refer to. You hit the ball so that it's close to the kitchen or in the kitchen, and it's difficult for the player to get it who's um, in the back of the court. Am I correct on that? I would say you're pretty close. Right. You're the way you you play. You just explain it like you play it. Yes. Like if that's what I was playing. Yeah. It, it's in that vein. It's like a soft shot that clears the pickleball net and then falls short of the opposing player. So you, yeah, he's at the back line, and you just do a smaller shot, a, a softer shot, a drop shot in front of him where he may not react in time to hit it back, or right. he's too far away to even get to it. So there you go. You have a drop shot. You have a dink shot (laughs) but here's the first thing that no one will ever get dill ball oh wow a a dill ball like after a dill pickle (laughs) really dill ball a a deal or a dill dill as in a pickle right oh my god this is crazy they actually have not in anyone's dink but a dill ball okay let me take a a shot at this one uh a dead ball No, that isn't an exact term, and I, 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 just because you said it, I'll give you that answer, but I need dill ball. I have no idea what a dill ball is. Okay, well. Do I want to know no, what a dill ball gro- is? You know where it is, in the grocery store, in the lower end of the refrigerated area. What, the dill pickle? <laughs> the dill ball. Anyway, the shot is a shot that is in bounds and has bounced once. A live ball. What? That you actually need to have a term for that. So you hit the ball back, it bounces once, and then the guy hits it back to you, bounces once. I thought it could only bounce once. Well, me too. So now it's I... It's a dill I, ball. Okay, dill so ball. now I'll be out on the court. This will be the next story, and I'll be calling dill ball, dill be, ball. Right, just because you're volleying back and forth in bounds. Like you're in the lines, and you're mm-hmm. going back. So that's, but you did say dead ball. Mm-hmm. And a dead ball is a ball is declared after a fault. The point is over. Okay. So... If you if you hit the net, if you hit the net and it goes over yeah. into the opposing player, you get another serve, right? Yep. But if you hit a net and it comes back on your side. That's a dead ball. There it is. But you not a that. dill ball. No. <laughs> or a dink shot. Or a dink. <laughs> or a drop shot. Hey, I've had a couple drop shots on the field. <laughs> oh, do you now? What yeah, you yeah. Then about? you know what? You, it cleans up real quick. It, it's oh, not like, oh, you know, Tony, we really didn't need to put like, that in. No. Yeah, you just got to drop. Oh, Lord. Just, sometimes you're playing... You know, people in Guymon, Oklahoma. Okay, you know what? Next time, why don't you wear your Depends, okay? All right. Ooh, Depends. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a quick version of all those new terms. We have to take one more break. We'll be right back with the doctor and her uh, interesting story about this young kid. Uh, Super inspiring and probably one of the best stories we've heard all year. Thank you so much for listening to Keeping Up with the Pickle and the Balls. Dill Ball, that is. We'll be right back. Hey, and we're back with Dr. Don. I'm getting down with the pickleball. This is Tony. And we've been yapping all day about cursing and getting a shot at something more than anyone should in any type of situation. And now this pickleball news is really interesting. And if you heard the opening monologue, it's so inspiring. I can relate to this in a few ways. I've had friends of this nature, but there was this kid, this 15-year-old kid, Dr. Don mentioned, that came out of actually Hemet, California, which is a pretty east of Los Angeles, uh, past Riverside, and it's on your way in there in the Palm Springs area. And this kid's 15 years old, and like she said, won a gold medal in the recent pickleball tournament that he had been in. Now, Dr. Don, if you see a 15-year-old kid on the court, are you thinking uh, he's in the wrong place? No, actually, um, pickleball is being played in the middle school now. I I was uh, surprised to find out that my children mentioned to me that when they were in middle school, they were playing pickleball. So this is something that the youth is really interested in, and I think it's great. Right. Well, I wanted to bring up that because this guy, as you mentioned, had this disability when he was born, Mm -hmm. cerebral palsy. But like I had some buddies growing up, and they had something incorrect with them, whether that was, hey, I didn't have a couple fingers or, um, you know, my arm stopped at my elbow, but they played like they didn't even think anything was wrong with them. That, that, this chick's laughing, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea why. It's true though. <laughs> Your friends didn't have Wow. Yeah. They didn't have, they lost some fingers as a child and... Okay, it's just... And one guy was born without two of them, and he still pitched. Uh, no, I just... Uh, he still played, knowing that, I mean, everyone else had five, and then he was like, what's going on? But that didn't stop him. Holy it's moly. Cool. <laughs> I'm just trying to say... Okay, back. <laughs> disabilities are, to us, we feel worse about them than the people that have them. They, they don't even know it's a difference between us, mostly, but... According to you, that's hysterical. Of course not. It's just that you throw out, you know, there's so many disabilities and you just throw out the randomness that that someone isn't born with fingers. I was just not, I mean, that's terrible. But but it's physical. No, no, I know, but it just. And they don't even know they're different. Where cerebral palsy, you know, is like where, you know, if you lost a couple fingers and you're down to eight, you know, (laughs) it's. It's right there in front of you. You you can see that. But I don't, I couldn't see. I mean, I look at this kid online and he looks like he's just a 15-year-old kid having a good time. You wouldn't think that. No. Except he does have it. And, and what's even more bizarre probably is if you played with the guy, you wouldn't know it either. So pickleball must have a way bigger healing thing about it than most people are giving it credit for. I mean, sports do that or overcoming things, uh, drawing, you know, like if you want to be an artist and they were born with no arms, but they can draw with their feet like they had way better than you and I. But I'm always interested in the fact of what you said. It's the parents. Yep. That's where it comes from. I think so. I think the fact that the parents saw him as just being a normal kid and probably said, hey, you can do 
whatever you want to do. You can do anything. Just put your mind to it and be passionate about it. And so I think that this kid found a love in pickleball because, again, it's one of those sports that you don't have to be an athlete at. You can um, excel at it because it's a thinking sport. And a lot of people don't know that, that actually don't play pickleball. They just think, oh, it's between like tennis and and ping pong, and it's this funny little sport with this funny little name. But the reality is, once you get into it, there is a lot of thinking that goes on. And I would imagine that this kid is pretty bright, and he figured out how to work with his disability and play the game and um, and come out on top. Yeah, this is fantastic. When I was reading the story, there was a few spots in it where he uh, explains how he even got into it. He first said he thought he never would like pickleball and he was scared because of his uh, physical disability about it. But when he tried it, he ended up liking it a lot. And he made friends with, uh, I guess, a co-player out there, but with a child at his school. And she had her own pickleball court at home and helped him learn how to do that. I know people don't want other people to know that they have anything wrong with them. They just want to go out and be as normal as everyone thinks normal is, right? Well, he probably, you know, is out there playing and just forgets about it. Because that's the thing about pickleball. When you're out there, it doesn't matter if you've got a million things on your mind or or what's happening in your day. You kind of just forget about it and enjoy the game. So in his story, he was a basketball. He loved basketball. I mean, that's what he likes to do. But, and according to his mom, she could see how frustrated he got. He was he was hurting himself as well. But what was interesting is because he was so into basketball and then found this, and he's a, he's a freshman, ladies and gentlemen. And he said, if you know, if it's possible, he'd like to become a professional pickleball player and compete in the big tournaments. I thought, you know, that was insane. Yeah, he set his goal to something that he feels is achievable and good for him. Why not? Why not just strive for, you know, for gold in other areas? I think it's just an interesting, uh, uplifting, if anyone has any... <laughs> weird problems and you compare it to that and then to overcome. Yeah. I mean, if somebody's listening to the podcast and they're saying, Hey, you know, I play pickleball. I'm just, you know, I just started. Maybe I have some aches and pains. Maybe I have a disability of my own or, you know, can I get to learn this game? Hearing that this kid picked it up and he's excelled with it. You should know that you can probably, you know, have a good time at it as well and and push yourself as far as you can go and and probably become a good player totally because the kid uh, you know we keep calling a kid his name's raymond he found it that the basketball physical challenges were so demanding that he was getting discouraged Mm -hmm. and then you know inevitably someone's going to make fun of it or get angry why is that guy playing when i have kids that aren't physically like that and you know whatever that comes with the nasty side of that well um, you know listen i'm on the a pickleball court with people who have blown their knees who have hip replacements um all kinds of things and they're still out there playing it's it's amazing to me they're you know at the kitchen dinking they're serving their balls they're you know doing the best they can to run around and and what's wonderful is when you play with partners you could talk to your partner and say hey you know i'm good at this or can you pick up on that and and really make it a team sport he seems to be you know a uh, the go-getter 
that I, I, most people are, especially at that age and everything's open and brand new. You don't like, I don't care if I have a disability. This is, I'm good at it. You know, where other people get, you know, a little disappointed that I'm not doing as good as the others. Then they get neglected and then they're not part of the scene and then they'll lose interest and they become angry. They just do. I, I know when I've had broken bones and I couldn't play, I... I told them, take me up. I'm going back in. And they're looking at me like, you're crazy, dude. Your wrist is hanging off your <laughs> alarm. Why do you think you can go back in there and play? It's because you're determined and you and you will no matter what. And so I think this kid has, you know, not only overcome that mental part of it, which is killer amazing for any person out there that thinks that you can't do it. Here's simple reason you can. Well, I think you probably are relating to this story a little more because of your own career in baseball and what you went through and then being in football and then I think other sports. I think that for you, probably you understand the perseverance and pushing yourself, pushing your limits and how uh, mentally you have to get yourself there, not just physically. It's it, every sport is like that. It all, the sport always starts in your head, mm-hmm. right? And then it gets to your physical ability to play. And in this guy's case, it was always the other thing. It's not in my head. It's in my body. What is it? And he, he found it. He also found it kind of funny that he said, oh, and I'm seeing all these NBA guys buying up pickleball teams. Oh, yeah. And that found, yeah, that goal. And we'll try to work hard. That's the inspiration. Yep. And pickleball is certainly taking off. I mean, like like you said, I mean, you have your people in sports that are now into it, people that are, you know, your actors, your people in the film industry, they're promoting it. They have merchandise. You know, this is a sport that's just really taken off in America. Yeah, well, I hope this gets somebody off their couch. (laughs) (laughs) They're just too tired or something else is prohibiting them because you can do it at any age, as it turns out. Yep, any age. Well, that's all the time we really do have. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll have to join us next time. Okay, Don, do we have to join us? (laughs) Anyway, that's all the time we have for this round of getting down with the pickleball. Um, as always, Dr. Don, thank you so much. Always insightful, funny. We didn't get too much of the sex therapist stuff, but, you know, 15 times? Yeah, I don't think... Yeah. Well, I don't know, 15 times, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it next time. Okay. But really, if I got 15 times, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to walk. I'm telling you, ladies. Oh, but, that's not what I was I, talking about. Uh, no, what I meant was if I had 15 times at the same thing, Okay. We're going to end it with that, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for listening. Check us out next week with Getting Down with the Pickleball with Dr. Don Michael. My name's Tony. I'm glad you joined us. And keep pickling the picklers, people. 